0: uh hi hello (laughs) hi hi (laughs) how's it going yeah really good what a week it's been i'm kia and i'm neil welcome to the
1: trump dump trump dump where should we start? I wanted to start with an upcoming book penned by a senior official in the Trump administration. Ah, this is the one that's called A Warning, is it? A Warning. It's a bit fucking late for that, isn't it? (laughs) I know. It's kind of like the Trump dump. It's the week that was, but we we needed the week that's going to be. We did. The the author of the book will remain anonymous, but when you read some of the quotes, this uh, senior official within the administration sounds to me kind of like a, a comedian whistleblower. Yeah. They've compared Trump to um, a a 12-year-old in an air traffic control tower, which, you know, that's a pretty good insult. I mean, it's not Frankie Boyle standards. It's not elite level, is it? But it certainly is an indictment on on Trump's sanity and mental fitness. Yeah. Um, And the full quote is actually uh, like a 12-year-old in an air traffic control tower pushing the buttons of government indiscriminately, indifferent to the planes skidding across the runway and the flights frantically diverting from the airport. So basically Homer Simpson and the nuclear power plant. Yeah. Now, according to the senior official, colleagues considered resigning en masse in order to raise alarm about Trump's um, conduct, but ultimately decided against it. Right. They cared about it, but not enough to actually... Yeah, they
0: still wanted to take the dollar (laughs) and the good pension.
1: Yeah. And in a massive twist that no one saw coming, apparently Trump makes racist and misogynistic statements in private. (laughs) Apparently, yeah. And that
0: he's incompetent and volatile.
1: <laughs> and we thought we knew him. I know. This senior official goes on to describe Trump's impulsive Twitter antics. It's like showing up at the nursing home at daybreak to find your elderly uncle running pantless across the courtyard and cursing loudly about the cafeteria food as worried attendants tried to catch him. Very specific reference there. I was wondering if maybe that's why the uh, author's staying anonymous. You know, they use the internet better than almost anybody in the world, perhaps other than Donald Trump.
0: They reckon that everyone's ahead of him in the polls now, don't they? Like-
1: they did a test of all of the Democrat sort of leading candidates and that all beat him as things stand. Yeah. I call them the do-nothing Democrats. It's like, yeah, do you? it's not very good mate it's rubbish not your best work losing his touch isn't he? he
0: really is like did you see billionaire ex-new york mayor michael bloomberg's entering the race as a democrat late in the day reckons he's going to spend 100 mil to run and uh the best trump could come up with was calling him little michael because he's a bit a bit short of stature
1: and little mike came to me and he the other one was um little marco was it marco little little marco he's a horrible piece of shit he
0: really he? is a horrible horrible man isn't he I mean, do you think he calls yeah. Mike Pompeo a big, fat Mike Pompeo behind his back? <laughs> I know he actually, he's encouraging Bloomberg and he thinks it would be the easiest race ever if he goes up against Michael Bloomberg. But he also then put in a, a personal slur that he said that he's got some personal problems. But he didn't say what they were, he just, he's got some personal problems. I know him fairly well. Not very well, but fairly well. You know, he repeats himself over and over. I know him
1: fairly well. I don't know him very well, but I know him. I know him fairly well. That's
0: exactly what he said like that. That was
1: it. That's why his conversations are like 40 minutes long. And I think it's worth actually pointing out the importance of concise, considered communication. And a really good illustration of this is the comparison between Obama discussing the killing of Osama bin Laden versus Trump discussing the killing of Baghdadi.
0: Yeah.
1: The United States has conducted an operation that killed...
0: Osama bin Laden, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi is dead. The United States launched a targeted operation against that compound. They did a lot of shooting and they did a lot of blasting, even not going through the
1: front door. You know, you think you go through the door. If you're a normal person, you say, knock, knock, may I come in?
0: After a firefight, they killed Osama bin Laden. He died like a dog. And took custody of his body. They brought body parts back with them, etc., cetera, et cetera, There wasn't much left. The, uh, the, uh, the vest blew up, but uh, there are still substantial pieces that they brought back. Tonight, we give thanks to the countless intelligence and counterterrorism professionals who've worked tirelessly to achieve this outcome. And I don't get any credit for this, but that's okay. I never do. But here we are.
1: Did did you see that he also bragged after the killing of Baghdadi? He already knew all about the new ISIS leader, al-Qashiri. Oh, no. Despite US um, intelligence agencies being stumped, not knowing anything about al-Qashiri. But he knew. (laughs) he knew.
0: Did you see how he set up a Trump foundation, a charity, but he used the funds that he raised. Instead of giving it to charity, he did stuff like buying his own portrait for 10 grand in a charity auction. And uh, he was fined for it, 2 million quid. This week. He bought a portrait of himself for 10 grand and um, he's been made to give it to actual charity now. He said, they said it was a shocking pattern of illegality. He
1: hung it in the bathroom, did he?
0: <laughs> no, not the portrait, the money. He's been forced to actually give 2 million quid to charity now. I don't know what happened to the portrait. I think he was made to. <laughs> no one would want it. Nobody wants that. <laughs> but he also then said, I'm the only person I know, perhaps the only person in history, who can give money to charity. 19 million, he claims, uh, and not charge any expenses and be
1: attacked by the political hacks
0: in New York State. Poor me, poor me.
1: Really victimising himself, isn't he? He's such a victim, isn't
0: he? Gee, I, I just don't understand why anyone would vote for him. He's such a buffoon, idiot, racist freak. He's such an amateur. He's such a dumbass. Why Why are they... Why is? I just don't understand it, here.
1: He appeals to that kind of the good old the good old way and and it, they don't even know what that means really no. but they just know that emotionally kind of psychologically they want Trump but if they really analyzed it they wouldn't really want him but they're not going to ever really analyze it because it's, it's emotion and psychology is more powerful than rationalism it's like
0: they they love him they're just blinded by love aren't they they love him
1: it is a it is a cult of personality with him yeah you know i'm off script now I'm just going off the top of my dome. Yeah. And it, it kind of works for him. Get him out. Go back and exercise. He just calls one of his supporters who's having a heart attack. I mean, it's, like unbe- it's unbelievable. It's just like they've got,
0: it's like they've got the wrong hand. It's like they've, they've watched Star Wars and they've come out rooting for Darth Vader. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They've got it fundamentally <laughs> wrong. It's like, no, this is the bad guy. It's more like Jabba the Hutt. This guy is the baddie. Yeah. Why are you you rooting for him? I just don't get it. I just... I can't... I still can't comprehend it. I can't understand why the Republicans don't flip on him as well. Just out of decency. Why don't they... Just say enough of this guy. Enough lies and deceit and crooked
1: For them it comes down to taxes, health care policies and military spending. You know what I mean? Like they don't like him personally. Yeah. But it kinda of doesn't matter. The only time
0: they've ever sort of wobbled on him were, was um, when he pulled out of uh, Syria.
1: Yeah. Just quietly Neil, this is you got some guns going on there, man. Have you been you've been you've been doing some physical work, haven't you? No,
0: that's just a, dude, that's just a good shading by accident. <laughs> <laughs> If only.
1: Sorry, listeners, we can't. We don't have vision with this. Uh. <laughs> um, did you Did you see that he went to the uh, UFC 244 in New York and he was booed?
0: I did, and he wasn't. He also booed at the um at the baseball. I didn't see that. I think he was more booed at the baseball, and they just they started chanting "lock him up."
1: I'll tell you what he can't do. He can't throw to save himself. He he seems to really like um sort of heads of fighting franchises like dana white obviously for the ufc but also vince mcmahon the wwe guy oh yeah um trump trump actually starred in a wwe match at one point and ran on and gave someone a you know three count i'd love to see him in the octagon maybe facing sleepy joe
0: (laughs) i reckon it will come to that i mean the 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 debates now so sort of tv format x factor aren't they of politicians it's going to come to that in the end
1: I'd love to see Sleepy Joe put him to sleep in a rear naked choke. <laughs> That'd be pay-per-view. That really would. I'd rather run against, I think, Biden than anybody. Uh, I think he's the weakest mentally. In the Telegraph, there was a pretty good opinion piece where they were saying it's ultimately procedures are where the, the sort of rubber meets the road. And formalising the impeachment investigation represents a significant shift from preliminary and largely behind-the-scenes work to a much more public legal and political steps toward impeachment. It puts the spotlight on the elephant in the room. The political decisions have now been made and the House will impeach President Trump. And it's going to be live, baby, <laughs> tonight on impeachment. Yeah. So looking forward to that. The only thing is, though, do you think do
0: you think people are just like, a bit like Brexit, just getting bored of it already? Like, we've just had the semis almost, haven't we? The finals hasn't, hasn't kicked off yet. And everyone knows it's, it's unlikely to really go down because 20 republicans would have to vote him down and do you think people are just going to get bored of it yeah i mean the thing about it is it's already been proven that he's guilty of it there was a quid pro quo even what's his name gordon sondland had to change his testimony this week he originally said there wasn't a quid pro quo and then he remembered that there yeah. was because he thought oh shit i've perjured myself i mean the thing is the, the whistle they're all he's saying i want to i still demand to know who the whistleblower is um and he's also said that he he reckons he wants to sue the lawyer of the whistleblower for treason, which is utterly ludicrous. He doesn't seem to understand that whistleblowers are protected by law, so it's it's complete mm. intimidation. the The whistleblower's lawyer has issued a cease and desist to President Trump to say stop calling him out, and asking who he is. Like it's 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 unbelievable, really. And there's the these they call them the three amigos, aren't they? The um sondland kurt volker and uh, rick perry the energy, former energy secretary actually, who resigned like two weeks ago they're the ones who yeah. trump said you need to go and work with giuliani so the whole all the jigsaws coming together that it was quid pro quo that trump said basically work with these these guys work with giuliani and Zelensky, come up with the dirt and then i'll give you the money but i'm going to hold it back before then and now all these people have said that story, and the narrative is clear. Yeah, but he's still saying, is. "Oh no, it's coming from a whistleblower who didn't wasn't even in the room." Yes, but all these other fucking people were. So it almost doesn't matter what the whistleblower said now. No, because it's been substantiated by all these others. And basically, the the, the um, other ambassador, Mary Yovanovitch.
1: Yeah, the previous the lady. Yeah,
0: she's got a lot of things going on. Yeah, the, the, he, he was basically the whole Trump administration turned on her. Yeah. And she couldn't understand why. She was like, well, why are they dig? Why are they asking to dig up dirt? Like, this is weird and wrong. So she asked Sondan, what shall I do? And he's like, oh, just praise the president. Make sure you praise him. Wow. So the whole story is like there, clear and obvious and really rotten. And he's guilty. Yeah. But I've p- do people care enough? That's the thing.
1: It's like, oh, another crazy thing. It's a bit like when you go to New Zealand. Oh, another beautiful mountain. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? You get a bit sick of it.
0: Really, we know the story. We knew it from like a week in. Now it's just being backed up. It's still the same story. There hasn't been any other bits to it. It's just been like no. corroborated. So i are just a bit bored of it.
1: But but I think the more officially nailed down the corroboration gets, and the more it's definitive that he withheld money until some action was taken to do with Joe Biden's son, yeah. that's enough. Yeah. But you know. As you say, the Republicans have still got to come, come to the party and drop him because uh, you need two-thirds, don't you, to actually yeah. make him leave office.
0: And he's, he's just said today he, he doesn't think they should have a public hearing, Trump. Like it shouldn't be in public. But these these are the same guys like who stormed in and said it shouldn't be in private.
1: It was good to see old, um, what's his name, that he, the guy who paraphrased Trump? The lawyer?
0: Oh, uh, Shifty Schiff. Adam Schiff. Shifty Schiff. Not that he's shifty.
1: We've just used we've used Trump's names again. Trump's, I know. Adam Schiff said that it will be a chance for the public to make their own determination about the authenticity of the witnesses.
0: Yeah. If they could um, get him in front of uh, Adam Schiff, it would be amazing because he would just blab everything, wouldn't he? But he also said today that there was a second call to uh, President Zelensky that nobody knows about until now. If they want it from me, I'll give it to them. Was it
1: even more perfect? Yeah. There's
0: been no record of it, but basically it was when he rang Zelensky congratulating him on winning um, the presidency.
1: Is Trump trying to present that as, here's me having a conversation in which I didn't try to offer quid pro quo?
0: Yeah. And the other bit was when um S- sondland gordon Sondland, the eu ambassador who's already given testimony and has changed his testimony this week and when, since he changed his testimony trump said said of him i hardly knew the gentleman which is a strange thing for him to say like it's a very british way of putting it but before that he said uh, he's a really good man and a fine american so he's changed his tune on him yeah now hates him
1: he's my father i love him um he's done something really bad i hardly knew the man there was
0: this, uh, there's um, a Republican uh, advisor to Trump called Roger Stone. Yeah. And he is currently on trial for um, obstructing justice uh, in the Russia probe.
1: Oh, the original um, Mueller one. Yeah,
0: it seems like so, so long ago, the innocent days of the Mueller inquiry. The collusion delusion. Yeah. They're going to leave no stone unturned. There we go. There's a, there's a quite a good um, documentary about him on um, Netflix called Get Me Roger Stone. This man's got a tattoo of Nixon on his back. Wow. Yeah. He's like a crazy political Republican advisor. Rotten to the core, but obviously buddied up with Trump early doors.
1: Why would you get Nixon's, like, the ultimate shadowy figure yeah. of American politics on your back?
0: There's no room for Trump. Maybe on his arse. <laughs> Could be useful in prison. Who knows?
1: I am a, uh, a fervent supporter of the president. I think he is doing a great job of making America great again. What about the Britain Trump? Yeah. Um, his good friend, Rhys Mogg, has been lamenting that uh, Farage could end Brexit by standing against conservatives. Um, and Farage is countering that, obviously by claiming that what the Tories are offering is not Brexit. Um, at the moment, as things stand, the Tories are looking quite good. I guess Rhys Mogg can see that if PACs work, between Greens and Lib Dems and SMP, maybe. The Tories are a little tenuous. Yeah. When it comes to political gameplay, Rhys Mogg knows what's going on, doesn't he? But when it comes to human beings? Yeah. Not so much. I mean, he just
0: doesn't get normal human behaviour, does he? He doesn't. And I don't think Boris Johnson does either.
1: Um, Now, uh, Grenfell uh, Tower is a a a tower block in London. And in 2017, a massive fire engulfed the building, killing 72 people, uh, including children. Um, And the main reason the fire was so catastrophic was that its exterior was covered in flammable cladding. But now a report has come out that also lays some of the blame on the advice that um, the fire brigade gave to residents to stay inside the building um, when initially responding to the fire. And I should say that many residents have acknowledged that many of the fire uh, people that night were were heroic Um, however the official advice given by the fire brigade was for them to stay put which was tragic because they stayed put and were essentially burnt alive Um, so reese mogg shared some of his thoughts stating Uh, the more one reads over the weekend about the report and about the chances of people surviving um if you just ignore what you're told and you leave you're so much safer and i think if either of us were in a fire whatever the fire brigade said we would leave the burning building it just seems the common sense thing to do he's saying he's cleverer than the people who died and the people who died lacked common sense
0: yeah such an insensitive and dumb thing to say he just doesn't he doesn't realize that it, it's not his place to judge people who totally
1: but it just sort of sums up it sums up his attitude And it gets worse. Um, He later claimed that what he meant was that he would not listen to the fire brigade advice now with hindsight, but he would have at the time. And when you listen to the original comment, that doesn't hold water. But even in that dubious explanation, he was unable to avoid the undertone of social autistic cuntness uh, that seems to occupy many of his comments when he said, I would hate to upset the people of Grenfell if it was unclear in my comments. Can I just say to any politicians on the right side of right which is the wrong side of right if you follow me you're already perceived correctly or incorrectly as patronizing and out of touch when commenting on tragedies particularly tragedies in which small children died horrific slow deaths in fire use common sense
0: but if you if you don't have compassion for that then you shouldn't be in politics you shouldn't you shouldn't be in in public life i mean
1: you, sh- you shouldn't be, you shouldn't exist.
0: Because his, his lack of compassion drove him to make these really deeply insensitive remarks. Um, and and that, was, that was shown, you know.
1: I mean, I have tried to, I've tried to analyze this and I do always try and look for the good in people. And I find it difficult to believe that he has no compassion. And what my gut tells me has happened is that Um, he has a sense of entitlement and superiority complex. Yeah. And in his apology for making those careless comments, which lacked common sense, the the very thing that he was uh, insinuating the people who died didn't have. um, In his apology, he's unable to then realize, oh shit, now I really do need to reach in and actually extract the empathy that exists within me. Yeah. And, and express it he just says that's not what I said that's not what I said yeah and it's a very cold rebuttal and sort of use of semantics yeah it's, completely and it's not about that anymore Jacob it's about the fucking emotion and I think what I'm getting at is a lot of these politicians on the extreme right sort of economic extreme right are slightly autistic emotionally yeah, I think so too they seem to be they do I, but I also think in the same way that a lot of the, you know, intelligentsia on the left don't understand the anger no. of the uneducated people on the right, just as the educated people on the right don't understand the desperation of the uneducated people on the left. So there's a there's a complete crosswire thing going on here. And maybe they don't care because maybe they know they'll never be able to attract those people. But at the end of the day, all of that aside, just it showed at the very based a complete lack of, of judgment on Rhys Mogg's part. Yeah. I think if either of us were in a fire, whatever the fire brigade said, we would leave the burning building. It just seems the common sense thing to do, and it is such a tragedy that that didn't happen.
0: I also thought that the Tories were pretty rotten when they... Although maybe they meant it just to get more attention. that They re-edited the... Um, Interview with Keir Starman that took place on Good Morning Britain.
1: I couldn't believe that. And and when you see the original video, Keir, my good mate Keir, yeah. was actually very quick to to respond. Straight
0: away. Straight in with a you know Straight away. Good answer. Straight away.
1: And this video made out like he didn't. Well, like it made he out that he didn't
0: stra- answer at all and that he was confused and stuck and didn't answer at all. It made him out to be a div, and he wasn't a div. He made made a perfectly good answer whether you liked it or not it was immediate it wasn't and they edited it to make him look like he was dithering
1: complete i can't believe it it's like something we'd do
0: so so basic but then you get like james cleverly the the conservative um chairman going on to defend that
1: he said we we didn't have much time and we were trying to shorten the clip so instead of giving his answer make it look like he didn't give an answer there you go that's a lot shorter you weren't trying to shorten the clip. You specifically chose a shot where he was listening yeah. to a question yeah. and made that look as if it was his answer. How can you defend that with a straight face? Even Piers Morgan was put out by that and, and the fact that his own interview was was used in that way.
0: Yeah, he's a knob. Although I did have to interview him once and he was actually quite pleasant. Don't put that in. But <laughs> <laughs> and, and they published it as, as fact. And even if... As even fact. if like you know 300 people think oh yeah and it's changed their mind i know they should be I fined know. for it i think it's a disgrace they were also caught out and fined for lying about universal credit they put brought out some adverts to say oh you know the the, the universal credit um reforms have got some terrible um uh, uh, myths attached to them and we're going to put those right and then lied <laughs> <laughs> They're just so untrustworthy. I just don't understand it. It was obvious this week that this is the kind of election we're going to have to sit through. That not only have the have the Tories been found pretty much to be lying and making stuff and re-editing shit all over the shop. Labour have done it, and the Lib Dems have done it. Labour released this bus that was a bit of a play on the original Boris bus. Yeah, I'm um, saying that f- that the the National Health Service would have to pay if if we did the Brexit. Boris's boris johnson's brexit deal with um trump's america then essentially we'd have to pay the national health service would have to pay 500 million pounds a week on drugs because trump's going to charge because more he's going to basically drugs. put the, the american america's going to put the price of all drugs up massively and then we'd have no choice yeah. and, but to pay it but this has been yeah. roundly debunked uh andrew neal was brilliant on his show grilling a labor party wonk who um <laughs> He
1: loves... Andrew Neal loves grilling Labour He loves grilling. He just loves
0: grilling. He needs to bring out a grill like George Foreman did. <laughs> he basically grilled this guy and he was basically like, this is not true because 90% of the drugs bought by the um, National Health Service are either British or European. So why would America demand that they put those prices up too? Only 10% would go up if it was an American deal. So Labour's bus was complete
1: bullshit too. They're all at it. They're all bloody lying through their teeth. They're kind of all going, well, shit, they're doing it. We better do it as well. And it's there's been a tipping point. I think it's all from Trump. I agree. How can they not be more outraged that a video is being doctored? Like, you can't do that. That that is, I'm sure there's some law that would there's say that be a, is, if, you can't if there isn't, there should do that.
0: that. It's, it goes back to the original Boris Buss, doesn't it? Lying about the National Health Service. It goes back that's to that moment started. here in, in British politics. That's the tipping point, and when Trump descended the golden staircase, that's the tipping point in American politics. But it's all mushed together now, and like truth doesn't appear to be like even relevant anymore. It's like even the Lib Dems are doing it. That's a shocking thing. So they re- they use some misleading data about voter intentions. So so basically, they published um, uh, various uh, pamphlets in in certain seats that suggested that the Lib Dems were kind of going to do better in other seats than they ever could um they used a a company called flavorful projections
1: trump dump stats yeah which are not a member of the british polling council <laughs> i saw the stat on sophie ridges show and joe swinson did defend it she said well we stated in small print and we we um, gave the um caveats but it, it was it was bs i mean the big graph that you saw was what drew your attention yeah, and it was misleading.
0: I thought that was a pretty dark day for the Lib Dems, to be honest, because I thought out of all the parties, they're the ones where they might actually just stick to the, the road.
1: Credibility. Do you know what I mean? There needs to be some accountability. We need the truth. There are such things as facts. And if you're going to claim 500 million um, a week spending on drugs when you're talking about 100% and it's actually only 10% that would be affected, there's got to be some comeback on that. You'd think. If you're going to... Um, re-edit a video, answering a question perfectly well, and make it appear that it wasn't answered well. There needs to be some comeback. Yeah. If you're gonna have distorted uh, stats in a bar graph, there needs to be some comeback. But that does. Like legal and financial penalty for that, because it can't continue. Otherwise, what is the truth anymore? You could just you could just edit anyone saying anything. Hi, mate. How's it going? It's great to see you. And you could re-edit that to say, Hello, I think you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I know. If you're in your um, little bubble of Facebook and, you know, pop-ups, um, you you might not even get the real story.
0: No. No, that's true. The bubbles. we were all in bubbles, man.
1: If you just listen to the Trump dump, you know, you, you're just going to get the libtard version of reality. You are.
0: You really are. This is such a bubble. You need to listen to some Fox News as well. Yeah, just to balance your, uh, your input.
1: <laughs> the new socialist regime addicting this country to heroin.
0: What idiot came up with this slogan? Let's, for Jeremy Corbyn, sufficiently different to the Tory one. Let's get Brexit sorted. He's like, he's saying exactly the same as Boris Johnson now. He's just saying, let's get Brexit sorted. And the other idiot's saying, let's get Brexit done.
1: I think done's a better word than sorted because sorted sounds like a big pile of paper that you gotta sort through and try yeah. and work out what's going on. Done just implies right, there's done. Let's move on. I'm
0: so sick of him saying let's get Brexit done. though. No, it's just it's like he's he's got Tourette
1: Let's get Brexit done.
0: It's like it's like a rain man thing. He's just chuntering yeah. to himself. He will he will be like that as an old man just shuffling shuffling round his manor house in a in a piss stained dressing gown chuntering to himself let's get brexit done let's get brexit done
1: you know what i mean it is why france trying to like shoot
0: partridge out of the window <laughs> as, as uh jennifer akuri pulls in into the into the gravel driving her range rover <laughs> for more technology lessons what's happened to jennifer akuri
1: well I'm, I'm not sure if all of it's gone away but certainly a big part of it's gone away that there was nothing improper um Blimey. yeah the Akuri gate is closed. Oh, no.
0: Just, just to finish off the week, Boris Johnson has proved that he doesn't really understand his own Brexit deal.
1: Yeah, that rant where he was going against
0: what his deal actually... It's just going on about there won't be any tariffs for Northern Ireland. They won't have to fill in any forms, blah, blah. But they will. <laughs> it's
1: just not true. He just says what he wants. There's a reason he's the Britain Trump. I, th- I think that's a dump. I think we've, we've well and truly dumped. We've dumped quite big this week. <laughs>
0: it was quite big. It was a big political movement this week.
1: <laughs> um, if you like um, listening to the Trump dump, please give us uh, a five-star rating. It, uh, it really helps us get some visibility. And to, for those who already have, thank you very much. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> the thing is though
0: it was sincere it wasn't punchy it wasn't flashy it wasn't glossy it wasn't even professional but it was sincere no. i think you should stay in <laughs> thanks for listening to the trump don't we really appreciate it um and uh maybe subscribe because uh if you liked it because we'd really appreciate it even more i don't think i said appreciate very well there but you could maybe edit it <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America.